live from the Mad Sound Studios. We are. The Mad Sounds podcast is back for another endearing episode. Uh, endearing. It's going to be full of spunk. <laughs> Stop using all the words already. Yeah, that's uh, fine. So we've been preparing for this one for a wee while. Oh, that's why the last episode was I a bit different. I genuinely have listened to this album probably more than ten times this week because yeah, I, I was trying to... I can't, mate. It just... I can't remember it, man. I've, I've fallen asleep to it. <laughs> like, I've, put, I've put all my love in sleeper. But yeah, this is a very important episode because... Oh. Understatement. This is like one that we've been preparing for, like since we before we started this, we were like, we need we need to do this one at some point. So and uh, what a little album it is! Little album, eh? it's fucking it's, it huge. It's a big it goes on album. It goes. I'm also gonna do my usual. Set me stopwatch. Set your stopwatch. Get up, genius up. up. Get oh, genius I am up. not. Could you pass me my phone charger? Oh, Very go. professional. Very professional. We've definitely we've definitely uh, well, covered all the stuff we, for this episode. What we have done. Is not only have we spent more time researching stuff, so a bit closer. Yeah, I need to sit a bit closer. Um, we've not only spent more time researching stuff, we've also been playing Hollow Knight. We've been playing Hollow Knight uh, in preparation for this, while listening to the album. Or yeah. at least half of it. The first half. Yeah. But, uh, it's a good album. Would you care to tell the viewers at home what the what the album is that we've... Uh, we should say the full title as well. It is... Uh, I'll tell you what, should we do a word each? Yeah. You right. can read. I can read. Uh, Sufjan Stevens invites you to come on feel the Illinois. Oh, I fucking love Illinois. Ah, oh. I fucking love this album. This is my favorite album of all time. It's funny that they never ended up putting Superman on the cover. They did, they did, but like I it depends they, where you are, doesn't it? Uh, it's like you know the Strokes ones. Sometimes a bum and sometimes like a globe thing. Yeah. Same thing, just took it off. It's because you have to take it off the cop, like Superman goes copyright, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's he is quite a well known character. Yeah. Yeah. It's got Al Capone on it though. It does. Never mentions him once in the album. We've actually it? got the vinyl. We've uh, got the vinyl, yeah. Both of us own it separately. Both of us, yeah. Uh this is gonna be quite handy for the tracks and stuff. Mm. The art on this album is beautiful. That's fucking great. Like you've got the Ferris wheel, you've got uh, the face. The ops, if you the will. Ops. Does it have the UFO on it? I think it does have a UFO. On the front. Ah, it does have the UFOs. And you've got... Uh, Balloons. It's got a ghost. It's got a goat. Because Sufjan Stevens is a goat. And there's another animal. <laughs> Get uh, it, because... Al Capone's a goat. <laughs> that was the joke. He's put, like, in funny to you. Is, is <laughs> murdering people funny to you? Um, ah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. F- uh, what do you... Th- uh, album. Tell me. Thing. Go. Fucking favourite album of all time. Genuinely, I, like, I can wholeheartedly say that. Honestly, that makes sense. It's definitely good enough. I've, I discovered it like, let's say the start of 2018. So, how did you discover it? Because I feel like my way is going to be very different to yours. Uh, I knew a bunch of people online who were also into like music and they were like, oh, this is a good album. I actually listened to Carry Em All first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is alright. And I was like, oh, his older stuff's better. They're right. They're, this is that is much. Fuck it. I love that album. Yeah, it's fucking great. I found it because I, when I went through a folk phase in like first year of college, I googled best folky albums and I came up with this album, oh. this thing, and it was best folk rock albums. And I was like, right, okay. And it was like New Shrubbyhook Hotel, and I was yeah, like, that's right, so okay. That's, that's how I and then probably ended up like. Then I, this was day. on the list, and I thought, you know, that looks like it's a proper little concept oh. thing. Oh. Oh. He's stripping. Oh, he's got the top. I've got the t-shirt on. I've hey. Aye. You had one. Aye, I, I always forget I have it. I like it. It's, it's always good. at the bottom of my drawer. I'm, I'm out of t-shirt. Oh, yeah, I'm out of t-shirts. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> Relevant to the, the podcast. Oh, it was um, relevant to my oh. t-shirt. So, this album, the, what is the concept of this, this piece? Uh, it's just about the state of Illinois and him grow- basically growing up in and around the state. Yeah, he actually decided to lie and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to do one for every state. I think and it was he, more a joke. Than yeah, that. he did too. And just like, oh. Imagine if you actually did how shit it would be. Man's going to do an Atlanta one where it's all crap. That would take him fi- like over 50 years. Like, because that album took a few years to come out. It would take him like 70 years to do all of them. Oh yeah. Apart from when he makes the crap one with future about Atlanta. Yeah, but like, no offence, but trap isn't as typical a genre for me. Trap music. Shout out Bat and Beat. Trap music, more like 
on my right, gas pack. Just wait for the gunner episode next Get, week. Wait for the gunner. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, we've not said all that much about the album. Yeah. It's a very, very hefty bit of kit. It's, there's a lot to it, so we should probably... There's 23 like, songs. Yeah, and one of them's vinyl exclusive. Yeah. Because it's... Because they also had like an extra little like sort of EP uh-huh. that had a few more songs made with like the whole band and they never made it into the album. Huh. So the last one, the Avalanche, wasn't a, like it's not on the album on Spotify. Also, the song titles are ridiculous, and yeah. I'm gonna really struggle to remember which songs what. All right, I mean we should just crack a uh, crack on. Crack on. Right? Okay, do you wanna s- tell us uh, what is the first track? Uh, concerning the UFO sighting near Highland, Illinois, which catchy title. Yeah. Is Imagine if that was just the Hulk. That was the Hulk. The Hulk. Yeah. To be fair, most of these titles aren't actually ever in the song. Like they never mention. No, but I kind of like how obscure the titles are, because it's really just a description of what happened. Uh, yeah. The first song concerning the UFO sight. Uh, well, I wonder what it's about. I believe it is concerning the UFO sighting uh, near Highland, Illinois. Yeah, it might be. Um, this is yeah, right. Okay, I'm I'm genuinely having to read things from my myself. I don't. I know. Ne- I never actually researched this song. Piano and flute in it. Piano and flute. I think this is that. That's this one. It's the very start one. Right? Yeah, yeah. Piano and flute. Beautiful. It's a good one, intro. One thing you can say about this album is musically the instruments and stuff is beautiful there's a decent amount of variety as there well. is there's a hell of a lot like each song is like we're not going to suffer the same like sort of thing we did with the block party one where it's like oh consistent consistent yeah and we're also not going to worry too much about skimming over a few songs because I mean, some, some of them there's a hell of a lot to say about and other of them are like three seconds long aye yeah like a few of them are one of them is literally Track eight on this album is it track eight? Yeah, yeah. Track eight on this album uh, is literally two words. Yeah, and it's about five seconds long, which is brilliant, honestly. Um, but yeah, th- it's a good opening track. And it is short. Is his vocals come in? Uh, he's got a very soft vocals. Very like good singer. Very odd vocals. Like I can't help but feel like they're very um, suited to the kind of. The, oh, I was gonna go more though it was this album, the kind of dynamic instruments and stuff, yeah, you know right. and how it's very kind of flashy and. Because he did it with a backing band called the the Illinois the Illinois Makers. I love there's, that. There's a thing in it should have it in here. It'll be oh. in there. The sheet thing. The sheet thing, like it has them all. Where's the where, where's the sheet thing? It might be in the other side. Oh wait, not that was that. It's got lyrics so. on it as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's got all the lyrics, mate. You'd think there'd be more for such a long album, it's funny. Aye, but some of the albums, some of the songs are literally just orchestral pieces. True. But there you go, there he is there, with the, the Illinois makers. <laughs> Love that. Which I really fan. The vinyl's great. Oh, what Best a purchase vinyl. I ever made. £16 is ridiculous. £16 for a double LP is not bad. Those are usually priced at like 25 quid. And for the album that is, that is sorry. You might get a bit of dodgy noise there from Callum Walker's hefty dockage. Yeah, like um, hefty Doc Martens. <laughs> so, the, the next, should I say the name of the next one? Yeah. Because okay, I really like this words, next mate. one. I really like this next one. The Black Hawk War, or How to Demolish an Entire Civilization and Still Feel Good About Yourself in the Morning, or We Apologise for the Inconvenience, but You're Going to Have to Leave Now, or I have fought the big knives and will continue to fight them until they are off our lands. Yeah, this is an instrumental bit, isn't it? It's it's quite a long instrumental bit. Quite a good instrumental bit. But it's basically about how colonizers in America just fully destroyed entire chunks of uh, the Native American civilization. Yeah, and given what it's about, I kind of like that it's an instrumental track. Yeah, because I feel like it just sort of represents. Can I just say? Uh, so, obviously, some albums, for example, What's the Story of Glory by Oasis, have songs that they try and do an instrumental song, and it's fucking whack. But this one actually the, this, this is an incredibly talented band, and it's composed yeah, incredibly... Composed is the right word. Composed, Incredibly yeah. well. 
because it, they feel they don't, they're not like some form of rock band. No, they're it's, not. They're as like we said, piano and flute on the first track. It's a very like a folk. Yeah. Band. With some like horns and shit, and it's very. There cool. is some outliers on this album that they do take it a bit like more towards like actual rock. Yeah. Not many. Yeah, to be fair, but this one it also the title itself like refers to the fact that. You know, like Americans like celebrate their independence. Like, yeah. They look back on the fact that they've destroyed like entire like chunks of like basically entire chunks of a race. Yeah. And it's oh, it's almost celebrated. I do quite like how it's called the Black Hawk War, but it has like twenty other titles, and they just kind of get progressively more like, yeah, but realistically, you're a prat. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just yeah, I like that. But oh, again, as an instrumental bit, there isn't too much we can say. Yeah, but I feel like the final bit of the title, the one about the big knives, yeah. is an actual quote from Black Hawk, who was the, the I think he was the chief, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the chief of the. I'm gonna butcher this. The Sauk, the Sauk, I don't know, man. The Sauk, Sauk, Sauk people. I don't know. Right, I know this is kind of cheating, but is that if I play a couple of seconds of this? What I need to Hawk remind Hawk. myself what it sounds like. Oh, right, it's yeah, I do the, remember. It's the bits when the... Is it the flute bit? It's like the... Yeah. Oh, it's not. It's more like a... Like a trumpet or something. Yeah. Like, it gets like... It, like, it reaches that bit where it peaks and it's the... Yeah. The do, 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 do. Oh. Like, it's like, it's like a war sort of... It's so sick. Yeah. It does definitely go with the war thing, doesn't it's, it? Yeah, it sounds like a... Basically... A gada, a band or something like... It does also around. kind of go like... The start is very, like, before... But like bor- and it I mean? borrows from like what I guess would be like Native American instrumentation. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I also again like, like quotes and stuff like that. Yeah. The intro of it is like kind of well the war's not before the war because it's really climax. But yeah. first you hear this like and it reaches like and then it kind of crescendos and then it, it like fades out again as if they're all just forgetting about it and then it fades into the next track with oh. that piano bit at the very start what a tune which, which is the it's technically the title track it is it's, it's a come on feel the illinois and it's in two parts it is the first part is called the world's columbian exposition which is about basically the columbian world fair in chicago yeah columbia oh Columbia. Uh, bit of a Bioshock reference there for Aye, uh, we love Bioshock on this show. Uh, it's well known that Sufjan Stevens was the biggest Bioshock stan in 2005. Oh, yeah, he loved it when it first came out. Oh, he, he predicted Bioshock Infinite. He, actually, he was Bioshock Infinite. Obviously, he made that concept album at Illinois around Bioshock Infinite. Oh, predicted it. <laughs> but uh, there's two parts. Oh, You've got the World Columbian Exposition, which is. Which is the like sort of upbeat bit at the start. Yeah. And then the second half. What a melody. Yeah. This is up there is one of my favourite on the album. Yeah, to be fair, it's one of the better ones. But I mean, it's quite difficult. They're all they're all the better ones. I also quite like how the first verse is basically him saying, I'd really want to complain about like, you know, music and all that stuff. But then I start watching it and I forget about it. Yeah, he I thinks th- about it now, but then yeah, it's a it's a good verse. And then the second one is Carl Sandburg visits me in a dream. I don't actually know who Carl Sandburg is. I never re- uh, researched the second half of this song. Um. Well, he apparently it's him talking about his own art. Uh, Carl Sandburg was an American writer and editor, best known for his poetry. He, he won did a biography on he, uh, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham he won awards another and stuff. resident of uh, Illinois. Yeah, and we will get to at some point. So this song kind of is about kind of looking at yourself, basically. Then, yeah, which is funny for a song called "Come On Feel the Illinois." Yeah, it's cannot conversation call your native nation. That bit, I love that. Yeah, I love that lyric. This song, which is the song where she's masturbating? What? I'm not. I'm not five years old. Um, Does he is it in that song, actually? Uh, help me, masturbation. 
be that song? I'll tell you what, I'll just... He doesn't... Where are you getting this information? We listened to it, mate. Where did he say... sound so confused yeah i can't find it i swear to god he does in one song but he's gonna we're not gonna be able to find it unless you sit and read all the lyrics i'm, I'm, I'm skimming them i'm it's it's quite a specific word i think it was like let's move on let's move on from, okay uh, from this from this uh, bit that you well you doing. are gonna have quite a bit to talk about in the next song ain't you boy oh yeah john wayne gacy jr this is a quite a heavy song for the album, to be honest. It is. I kind of... It's definitely different. I also quite like how this song doesn't, like... There are, There's enough negativity so that it's doesn't not just saying Chicago, uh, Illinois is the best thing ever. Yeah, and it basically, it doesn't really pull any punches when I hear them. No, well this... Well, I mean, it's quite difficult to not know. Would you like to tell our lovely listeners who the song is named after? The song is named after John Wayne Gacy, who was named after... Oh, his parents, I'm kicking the mic again by yeah, accident. Can you please not? I'm trying not to. I'm here to fuming. You're going to be fuming. Basically, he was named after the, the actor, John Wayne. Mm. Uh, and I think his father was named either like John Wayne and John Wayne Gacy Jr. Aye. But uh, he basically... It talks at the start of the song about how he hit his head quite badly when he was younger, which is quite a documented thing for some reason. Yeah. And they believe that's what caused what he did later on in life, where he, well, he was, at one point, I, I get, he was used as a children's entertainer at one point. Really? Well, he dressed up as a clown. Yeah. And, yeah, he basically kidnapped children. Yeah. He was uh, a um. child predator and a serial killer. And I think it was... He was... 37 yeah. confirmed victims? Uh, at least 33 children, okay. like young boys and young men. And this is in the space of six years. Yeah, and, and that's then, the ones they found. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, apparently he hid around, what was it, 26 of them in like the space under his, his house. dog sleeping and things. Absolute rotten. Which is brought up in the house. Yeah, yeah and house thank fuck he was killed in 1994. He was killed by his cellmate, I think. Uh, well, here it says executed, but this is genius, we don't trust executed. it. Executed. Oh no, he might have got a death penalty. Oh, he should have got a death penalty. It was Jeffrey Dahmer who ah, was killed okay. by his, flat, uh, his cellmate. Now, this song kind of goes into almost Nick Cave-esque story about him. Mm. His father was a drinker and his mother cried in bed, you know. Yeah. It's and the really hit his head, which references the Yeah. The 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 action that they people and perform. See, if you didn't know who he was, the first verse you'd think Well, at least some of the first verse you think, Oh, he must have been lovely. Then he just kinda casually goes out with Look underneath his house there, finds a few living things rotting fast in their sleep. All the dead twenty seven people. Yeah, so the first playing. half of the verse, it, it, it's kind of like it paints the picture of him being this lovely person, then suddenly just ships to, well, I and think he kills it, kids. I think it like also comments on the fact that serial killers, like actually, it's a lot of people who do horrific things and they get basically arrested for them because they get away. So they should murderers, like when they've not like confirmed it fully. Same with like rapists and stuff like that. It's like their friends or family will come forward and be like, no, they never do that. They're lovely people. With stuff like that. Obviously, you'd think that, wouldn't you, in this situation? What? Yeah. No, no, like, obviously, you'd want to think that you're, he's too, oh, they're yeah. too nice for like, it. You don't want to think that someone who lives next door to you has the capability has to do that. At least 33 people. Which is, oh, what a prick. Because it does mention, uh, it does mention that his neighbor, the neighbours they adored him. Yeah. And then, obviously, it goes into about how he dressed up like a clown. Yeah. He kissed them all. He'd kill 10,000... That references... The killing 10,000 people thing references the fact that when it came forward that he'd done this, it basically, like, shocked the entire, like, state, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, he basically killed the innocence of 10,000 people. Yeah. Because... Shocking, that is. Like, imagine that came forward, that that was, like, someone just down the road had done it. Yeah, he knew, like, you borrowed... 
he's bred up in this. I've, I've seen him at the shops a few times. And yeah. It's like, oh, he's capable. It of would that. rock an entire life. Yeah, it would. And if it happened now, it would rock. Yeah. And then the final verse is a little the point for the the point of the song the and why he wrote it is he compares himself to he compares himself to John Wayne Gacy in the fact that they were both hiding something. Yeah. But while he is hiding the murdered, uh, like multiple murders, uh, Tucker and Stevens uses it to relate to the fact that he was brought up religious. It's he's got his sexuality, and isn't it? he's been sort of questioning his sexuality for quite a while. Yeah. Which we'll be, we will touch upon again later on. Yeah. Because it's not the lo- first or the last time he writes it. He's written about it. And it's definitely Which is time. honestly quite good for 2005. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair. Bear in mind, this is the time, like, this was like bling era hip-hop, the F-slur was everywhere. Yeah. But I guess it didn't... It was also the American Midwest. The American Midwest was sort of... You'll get a lot of hip-hop groups from the American Midwest. Yeah. Like, the next hip-hop group straight out of, like, Michigan. Mm. Yeah, true. Maybe he's cutting about in Michigan, dropping bars. <laughs> get back to Michigan. So, the next song has a very tidy name. Jacksonville. Yeah. It's about, believe it or not, Jacksonville, Jacksonville in Illinois. President Andrew Jackson. Yeah, the one who, in Illinois. Who was a horrifically racist individual. Yeah. Shame, really. Which is part of the song. Is it actually? Well, it's about... It is about, uh, I believe, I might, yeah, it's about the, what is it, yeah, it's about the Underground Railroad. Yeah, because Jacksonville was a major, major part of like it, yeah. partner, which was ironic since Andrew Jackson was such a horrible cunt. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah. Am I allowed to say cunt, yeah. I said it in the old last episode. Uh, he's got a right, he's got a better life coming, hasn't he? Emanc- they do touch on emancipation a few times because... Obviously, that's where Abraham Lincoln was from. Mm-hmm. She gave us a medal, she gave us... Or is that what? Helen Keller? Helen Keller, yeah, they reference Helen Keller in this. I, I don't I don't particularly understand why, but yeah... I'm not even going to weave a Helen Keller joke in. There was an episode in my last podcast where right there was a load of us, and right at the end, it's getting really dead, and... For some reason, we start talking about Helen Keller because we're doing like conspiracy theories and shit. And I pulled and out. It's the conspiracy theory that Helen Keller was faking it. I don't know. No, I, but whatever it was, he mentioned her. And I pulled out an absolute blind with it. I can't even remember what it was, but pu- it, it was great. I've but I'm not even going to make the joke. I'm this, is, this is only related. Really, I've got Pokemon, or I had Pokemon Go on my phone. You know how you get all Oh, pack? yeah, Helen Keller, the number no, one Pokemon right, 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 Yeah, I'm getting them. I had it when I was in Washington. And in the Capitol building. There's a bunch of statues of notable individuals, like one from each state yeah. sort of thing. And all of them were Pokestops. And they all gave you a little white thing. Man so got I, Pokeballs from Helen Keller. I got Pokeballs from Helen Keller. In the Capitol building. You should have named a Pokemon after her. Why? I'd like, I'd like to be insensitive. But I like the... Do you I, know, it could also, uh, apparently it could also reference Annie Keller, who was a school teacher near Jacksonville, who saved 16 students from a tornado. Yeah, I guess I could. Uh, it's got a, it's a double entendre. I love the lyric though, the, the Andrew Jackson, all I'm asking. Oh, I love that bit. It's just a good wee lyric. Good it's wee good lyric. lyric. Oh, yeah. Lace wee flow on that one. What's next? Right. What's next? It's an orchestral piece, isn't it? I believe so. A short reprise for Mary Todd, who went insane, but for very good reason. Uh, for reference of who that is. It was Abraham Lincoln's wife. Yeah. Who. Following his assassination, was it not like his son or something? Yeah, it was. A family member who basically, after Abraham Lincoln died, basically had her sectioned Mm -hmm. to just get her out of the picture. Yeah. Which which is a horrible... So, the name of the song about her going insane for a very good reason. Fair enough. And it's just, she didn't do it all wrong. It's a little old story. Yeah, you go about... I mean, I think anyone would probably lose it if they... If a husband who was the president of the United States and like, I guess the light year life was killed, because mm-hmm. it wasn't even like they killed him instantly. He was alive for another like day after. Yeah, and, and they took him into the there was a house across the road because I've been to the I've been to the Ford Theater, or at least outside it. Yeah, and then across the road there's also a house that's like, okay, this is where he died. I've seen this um, hat as well. That's good. So right in regards to especially. Because there's a lot of songs, yeah. The melodies and stuff. 
But what I'll, I'll oh, say now, yeah, I know this isn't music, but but for all the instrumental sections, they're all fantastic. Yeah, I think for them, I'm probably not going to really talk. They're about also it. very musically flashy. They have a very kind of big, expensive sound, yeah, like if that big, makes like sense. A, like an overture, almost. Yeah. But I think we're probably more going to be talking about the actual titles of them. Yeah, because that's what... Because the titles on this album are fantastic. Like, genuinely. And speaking of which, you can say this, because I can't say the first word. Decatur, or a round of applause for your stepmother. Your mum? Which, up until... Or when I first listened to the album was genuinely my favourite al- song on the album. Mm-hmm. It's still up there. But it's basically... This one... This one's good. Because... I could have a boogie to this. Oh, it's really good. One, two, three, four. Um, what is it about, sir? Well, basically... It's... He's touched on, he touched on the later albums, but he didn't have a... Sufjan Stevens didn't have a particularly great relationship with his stepmother. Mm-hmm. Or at least... He, he didn't like her when growing up, mm-hmm. which he uh, touches upon in that song. Like they did everything to hate her, and uh, I think one summer, I think it's like they took, she basically took the like the family down to Decatur, mm-hmm. and like he talks about like things in there, like like they, they mentioned Abraham Lincoln and Stephen A. Douglas. I love that bit. Well, like Stephen A. Douglas was a great debater, but Abraham oh, Lincoln yeah. was the great emancipator. That is osh. Oh, oh yeah, this is a great song. But uh, the Sangamon River uh, is prone to mudslides. Yeah. And there's a uh, the Civil War graves alongside it, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, and it it keeps a round of applause thing. It's when the mudslides happen, all the skeletons will come out, and mm-hmm. the, the graves will be revealed, and the skeletons will come up clapping. Yeah. But. Uh, the, mo- the most important part of this one is uh, the final verse about mm-hmm. the where they basically talk about like why did we hate her it's like she, she took us out there and all that and it was actually a good summer yeah and he, at this point realises we didn't really have any good reason to dislike her <laughs> yeah it was like why did we hate her and then the final bit which isn't actually on this lyric sheet which came with the album mm-hmm. I think it's a bit disappointing they do it's the final verse is just them uh, repeating uh Stand up and thank her. Yeah. Like, oh, let's actually. It's quite we a appreciate good her now. <laughs> it, oh, the melodies in this song are beautiful. Yeah. It's quite a good reflection on that whole, like, teenage thing of, oh, I hate my family. I hate my family. And then you realise, actually. It's definitely far more than that. Definitely. I mean, I can see why some people would, but sometimes parents do give you a good reason, but. Not particularly. But there's. As far as like a phase of it goes, yeah, the phase. That's m- it's it's very much an American thing. It just yeah. is a phase. Actually, no, it's it's more just is a teenager thing. I don't know. I feel like I, it's in, yeah. Anyway, next song. Is next it instrumental. Song. Oh, an instrumental. One last. Oh, it's not an instrumental. This one. Is it not? It just says woohoo. I'm doing yeah, it. it's just someone shouting woohoo. That's oh, it. Yeah, I thought so. It's not even an instrumental. Uh, what's even the the story behind this? So one, one last woohoo for the pullman. Uh, so a pullman, pullman, pullman. Pull I haven't taken my jacket off. Uh, I've got my Burgos jacket. I've got my Burgos jacket on. Bloody roast. We should do an episode about that, but it's just a track remix. Anyway, so uh, a pullman. Uh, <laughs> what even is it? I don't know, man. Pullman uh, cars came to prominence after being the amazing. railroad car of choice. Oh, is it just a brand of a car? It's basically, oh. it's the, I think it was the most prominent type of uh, yeah. railway car in, yeah. in Illinois. It was actually the one that they used to take Abraham Lincoln's body around the country. Oh, alright. So, besides... Oh, so that's, it, that's another layer to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot that when he died, they basically toured the, oh, the, the also, funeral procession around the entire country. It's actually, by the sounds of it, at least going off of Geniuses, quite a good company, because it would hire... Like Africa, bear in mind you win this will have been African American rail like paid them fair just, wages and they stuff. They would have just act like basically abolished slavery. Yeah, and they were like, well, it was good because they were giving them like good wages and stuff, and they were hiring yeah. all these people working. So good company by the sounds of it. I mean, yeah, yeah, pretty. So this song, he's woohooing the basically blokes that ran it, on, cheering on them for yeah, go you mate. 
Yeah. Next song on the album. Yeah, the next tune. Is probably the biggest. The biggest one off the album. It was my favourite for quite a while. Chicago. Chicago. All things go. All things go. It's so good. It's quite. Um, well, this one's a lot more personal than a lot of the songs yeah, have been so I, far. It's that far seems more. To be how it's autobiographical, right? Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the well, a few more of the songs on this half of the album. Yeah, are a lot more personal. It takes a, the second side takes a bit of a introspective introspective. Yeah, thing, especially compared to the first half, where a lot of the, the next few songs. Yeah, so the first few, the first seven eight songs were very. This is Chicago. No, this is Illinois. This song from Chicago for the next few is very it's my experiences. Tran- transitory. Yeah, because now it's his experiences. This song is about, well, the fact that it's all I and stuff. It's very. He's it's much what Chicago. he's experienced. Yeah. Like he, I think he would regularly go into Chicago, and it was like. By the way, can I just say this song inspired Kanye West to exist? How? Chicago. <laughs> Gaspar. Um, I don't I do not get it. Chi- uh, Kanye moved to Chicago. That's when he started like making music. It's just a decent joke. Because I scrolled down to the comments on Genius and someone said, this song is about Kanye West. And I was like, oh. You have to be patient with me when it comes to stuff like that. I'm not a, Luke not Batten will enjoy that one. Um, yeah, that, oh, that, that joke goes out to Dylan. Um, He's a photographer. As Sufjan explains, uh, I've had quite a few exceptionally traumatic experiences a few times when visiting Chicago at a difficult time in his life and stuff. So I added all eight like words com- into that. It was his comfort location. Basically. Yeah. All things go. Uh, I relate to this song because uh, just like Sufjan Stevens, uh, I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, and it, it's a banger. It continues being quite uh, vibrant and yeah. Catchy. And the things like they sold their clothes to the state of in, like so he could travel It's almost far more catchy and upbeat than it should be. Yeah. So he could travel around the country, like basically sold a lot of his like stuff that he owned. And that that flows into the next one where he drove to he, this like transitions <coughs> to like New York. Yeah. Where he Which lives by the in. way, in that song he does say about how he drove to New York. Yeah. Yeah, so this next song is called I've not finished the... Oh, are you on the next one? No, I'm not. Oh, I thought you were moving on the next one. No, no, later on, he said I drove to New York, and who, he lives in New York now. Like, this is, that's yeah. where he, This is where we're at. But, like, when he first got there, they didn't have, like, anywhere to stay. Like, they were in a van, mm. sleeping in car parks, and just, like, struggling to get by. But, like, you know how New York's, like, the city of dreams, like, mm-hmm. where you're going to get your big break. So that's why he moved to, like... So he could get his big break. Yeah, it obviously happened at some point. If it happened in New York, then that's completely different. But mm-hmm. he's a critically acclaimed artist. I mean, he did soundtracks for films as well. And his last album, the collaboration one, was pretty good. I, I definitely prefer this. Like, I feel like for me, like Carrie and Lowell, just yeah, it's not as good. I just yeah. can't get away with it as much. I feel like yeah. Do you know who he does give me vibes of though? Who? Father John Misty. That'll be a t- uh, conversation for another time, definitely. I can I can talk about and again similarities. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. There's actually a, a few. That's how I got. That's how I got into Father John Misty. Yeah. Was through this. Yeah. Well, because Jamie Neves type thing. Yeah. And I would love to do an episode and about that. And they both have that sort of like occasionally tongue in cheek sort of thing about them. While also having quite a few album like songs on their albums that are quite the heavy, quite good at mixing the two. Yeah, like that song where he goes on about the murderer, and right then he's just like, he's like me because I have secrets under my floorboards. Yeah, <laughs> just a bit like. But yeah, he's, and then he was like, if I was crying in the vi- like, it shows that when he got to New York, it wasn't like he immediately had a big break. His lyrics are great. He, was struggled quite a bit. Yeah. It really paints a picture, doesn't it? But like, and it's just basically about his journey, like his music, I guess. And and he's saying that as a journey from Chicago to New York. It's literally a journey over that course. Yeah, making because that's the final verse, isn't it? The final verse is just him like the, the final lyrics in the song is just him repeating like 
I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, which is again why you relate to the song because that boy made mistakes. That boy made mistakes. We all make mistakes. We do. That's so part of it. Uh, look at me. I am a mistake. Alright, we'll talk down about yourself, Sam. We're positive on this show. <laughs> the next song, Casimir Pulaski. Casimir Pulaski Day. This this is a very heavy song. Yeah, um, it's around. It's about the death of his friend. Death of his friend, who it's implied that he may have had some sort of relations with. Yeah, and it's also this is about like a the crisis, the faith Basically, crisis. Like, and how, like, the helplessness you, you feel. Because it was a terminal illness as well. Because mm-hmm. it was a cancer of the bone. Yeah. And it's actually a really nice song. This is, yeah. a, again, one of my favourite ones off the album. And Casimir Pulaski is a Polish soldier that they remember. Um, yeah, because Ameri- America And this have person died on that day. Yeah, America doesn't have... Uh, bank holidays like we do but they have the same amount of holidays because they just have a random holiday dedicated to random people yeah this is a really heavy song yeah it literally about two lines in says you had cancer uh, it's quite song that the father cried on the telephone and he drove his car into the neighbor you know what this song kind of reminds me of lyrically oh by the way it, while i remember there is quite a few like religious undertones in a few of his songs oh, this song great. definitely has that yeah but what this song weirdly reminds me of, have you ever listened to uh, Crow Look At Me by Mount Ely? Uh, not the one where his missus dies. Yeah. And it's the thing, this that father bit reminds me of. Obviously, this came along before that, but it the father bit reminds me of the lyric of a song off that album where he basically just plainly says, I went and looked in the portal of the package for you and then cried. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the one where it's like, like the driving your car into the navy yard is sometimes used as an allegory for taking your own life. Mm-hmm. So possibly the grief could have been too much that the the father t- like attempted to take his own life. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. Well, actually, no, because I think the father, the father, re- like when they reference the father later in the song, mm. it's in past tense, like before all that happened. But this is just a very sad song. <laughs> Which is kind of strange for how pretty it is to listen to. Yeah. But he seems to manage to have such like melodies that, and instrumental passages that like ear candy. But also, if you listen to the lyrics, you just be like, oh. And again, a personal song. Is this uh, is it actually based on someone that he knew? Mm-hmm. Like genuinely. Yeah, it's a close friend. Because you can tell, his... you can tell that he definitely really cared about this person when he yeah. wrote about it. It's about his friend that died, and there's a lot. Yeah, and there's still a lot of overtones that they were. Yeah, it, it kind of hints some, at like something, doesn't some it? sort of romantic. Yeah, like talking about kissing them on the mouth. Yeah, uh, kissing them on the neck uh, at Michael's house. I don't know who Michael is. <laughs> Shout out Michael if you're listening. Shout out Michael if you're listening. <laughs> it's just, especially towards the end. It's I feel it's like, like all the glory stuff is quite all the glo- leaning yeah. on religious and stuff. Which won't be the last time religion, especially in the last uh, one of the later songs. Yeah, but for now, we'll move on to the next track. To the workers of... I'll, I'll say it again, but I'll say workers correctly. To the workers of the Rock River Valley region, I have an idea concerning your predicament. <laughs> it's the 11th track. No, and it involves tube socks, a paper airplane... And 22 able-bodied men. Uh, which I have all of which in my bathroom right now, if you'd look. How um, did they put that many in there? Magic. Uh, my bathroom's at the TARDIS. This is, um, this is about basically like... Workers like in the workers, River Valley region. Like disgruntled steel workers. Yeah. Not getting paid enough. It's basically about unions. And Michael makes it up. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, I've got an idea. Instrumental. And basically what the workers then had to do is listen to the instrumental and pick it apart and learn. I think 22 <laughs> able-bodied men... I don't know what tube socks and a paper airplane have to do with it. Basically. I mean, if a lot of you stand up and actually... Say it. Say something. It's kind of encouraging people to stand up for themselves. This next one... The Man of Metropolis Steals Our Heart, which is, is again... just about Superman. Why do you think he's on the cover? 
Well, he's not on the cover of this one. There's volumes. Ah, yeah, but I've got the ones from UK, isn't it? I've got the same. There's volumes on this one. We are. I don't. Yeah, they replaced the. Which I suppose, if anything, you could say then balloons linked to that murderer who was dressed as a clown. Oh, that does make sense. He's, he's oh, that was good, that, wasn't it? That does actually. Oh, my <laughs> God, we're picking this apart like proper. He's in there, though. Hey, yeah, there he is. Yeah. That's actually what you look for. What an ugly fuck. Ah, is that Sojo with his banjo? Yep. That's him. Then... Oh, that's another thing about this album. There's a lot of banjo. Then you've got... And the man can play. You've got Mary Todd, and you've got... Some beautiful butterfly. You've got, you got Santa, mate. Santa Claus. I don't know why, how Santa fits into it. Because he's from Chicago. <laughs> Santa's not from Chicago, he's from Lapland. Man. Where's Elf set? New York. Oh, fuck, if only it was Chicago. I hate that film. Well, you're alright, we're not I talking hate about Elf this. so much. Right, The Man of Metropolis Steals Our Hearts. Do we have anything to say about it apart from... Super. It's got some really good lyrics in it. Go on, sir. I'm going to have to remind myself of this one. Like, well, the, the actual chorus... Uh, the Steel Man... Oh, he's looking at something. Oh, that's another bit. When it starts, it's got the, like the guitar like strumming, like yeah. the, the the electric guitar strumming at the very start. Which your computer just broke. No. Given the sound of the album, this song, I feel like it fits being about a comic character. Yeah. Especially with an intro like that, because it sets it up to be more like an episode of something. It was like because obviously the rest of the song is not like that. Well, apart from the chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the choruses are great. Yeah. Because it's the, it's the actual, like, choir that sing that. It sounds great. And it's stuff like, only, like, the first one, they change the lyrics between choruses as well. Mm-hmm. Like, only a real man can be a lover. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, stuff like that. <laughs> and then only a steel man can be a lover. But it's stuff like, uh, raise the flag, summer home, party pair and parts unknown. Which yeah. is just Superman. Yeah. Because he's got the, like... Ears Cute like, little rhymes as well. Ah, he's got, like, he's got, like, this, this hair cutting. Yeah. But he's also face face. Yeah. It's like... I mean, he's definitely not from Chicago and he's New York well, or whatever from, the fuck one well, about. there's a city in Illinois called Metropolis. Is there actually? Yeah. That's what the song's about. That's Should like, we do a podcast trip to Illinois? Podcast... I'd like to go to Illinois at some point, but I do not have the money. Nah, neither. We Imagine. live in Scotland. I if we ever, um... If this if podcast ever you know, blows up and I ever get that coin, that sweet, sweet dollar, that sweet coin. we will get ourselves to Illinois. Start Patreon at some point. Yeah, we'll get just make everyone pay. Oh, yeah. So, next track. It's also a... This next track, by the way, is How Santa Claus Fits In. My mate, Father Crimble, fits on this. Oh, he does. He actually fits yeah, into he, this Yeah, he song. does. That's where they mention him. Yeah. Uh, Prairie Fire That Wanders About is... More, mostly an orchestral piece. Yeah, but with a bit of words and that, you know, uh, and Santa Claus, the Great Parade. Yeah. I mean... It just mentions a few things about Illinois and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like that's more of just... I didn't realise they mentioned Santa Claus in this. Yeah, neither. Actually, I only noticed when I read it there. Yeah. I don't mean to hear, I just see Santa Claus and the Great Parade. Well, the next song there's more to say about. It's the last bit of that one. That's like the into the crossfire bit, like the into the crossfire. Yeah. Like that's like, I guess it goes back to like civil war sort of stuff <coughs> as well. Yeah. Which this album does talk about a fair bit. Next. It's the next. He's song got a then. very uh, self-discovery track. Yeah, and it's my favorite one off the album. It's called a conjunction of. If oh my no, phone doesn't this turn. isn't this isn't the song then. I forgot. I'm reading it off the lyric sheet, mate. It's called A Conjunction of Drones Simulating the Way in Which Sufjan Stevens Has an Existential Crisis in the Great Godfrey Maze. The Great Godfrey Maze. Yeah. I, I, I don't research the, a lot of the... Also, it's a very simple song. Yeah. It's just like synth chords. It is, it's great, I love that bit. It's not very long either. No. It's like 14 seconds. It is, it's an ins- It's basically... A twenty odd second song, featuring of synths and drones. It's also very the, simple. It's also the only song on the album that actually mentions Sufjan Stevens by name. It is, yeah. And I feel like, obviously, it's true to the name because it's literally just a conjunction of drones. But the title being that, saying that it's him having an existential crisis, it's in a, it in says a, a hell of a lot in twenty seconds without saying anything. Yeah. It really get, it, because 
if it wasn't already hinted at enough with Chicago and stuff, he's figuring stuff out. He's having an exiting. He doesn't know what it's Even about. Even places that he should be having. Yeah, fun, exactly. Like, he's like, you he's know, going like, and doing me, something fun, like, and he's sat there thinking, "Why am I alive?" And stuff Which like that. says a lot in so little. Yeah. The next song. The next song on the album is my favorite off the album. The predatory wasp of the. Pa- you do it. The predatory wasp of the palisades is out to get us! Exclamation mark. Uh. It, according to this, chronicles a romantic relationship with a male friend during the Methodist summer camp. He was at Bible camp and he was realised he was like, bi, bi or not. Or, or just, he, he was straight. whatever. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't straight, which it's a really, really good song. He was also 16 when this happened and he, he had an interview in 2017 where he described this as an awakening and that is what this song's about. It is. And the Wasp is like I guess metaphorical in a sense. It like it's saying that I feel like it's saying that now that he's figured this out and it's a thing, people can know it. And he's saying he doesn't know yeah, how he feels like, about that. I guess oh it's just such a good song. And a fact if anything it's saying like that the sea he's saying it's like a secret and that's it being a wasp. Yeah. And as he's keeping it secret, because he feels obviously he doesn't want to know if he's not telling people, um, it's like if this gets out, ah, uh, I guess I guess the wasp also functions as a metaphor for like being penetration. <laughs> what penetration? No, I mean like, he gets <laughs> like he's been stung by like yeah. just the sting of love or whatever. You yeah, know, something something cheesy along that. Because he definitely did have an interest in this boy. Yeah, well, I mean, like wasn't the bits before the chorus that like before they actually get to the chorus bit because. There's a verse, there's an instrumental, there's a verse, and then there's a chorus. Mm-hmm. And the last lyric is, uh, uh, touching his back with my hand, I kiss him. Mm-hmm. I see the wasp on the length of my arm. Yeah. Which I think maybe he possibly saw the wasp later on. Like That could also function as an actual thing. Or and it it's could like a be, reminder. It could be almost a flower boy-esque, just connecting it to nature. I guess. He's just like, well, it's natural, you know what I mean? Nature, everything was born. But it has such a good bit. There's like the... Now, we were in love, we were in love, Palisades, Palisades, I can wait, I can wait, which is just, oh, it's a good bit of music, this one. Yeah. And then the final sort of, like, bit where he's, like, like, he talks about, like, how he's, he loved him, basically, mm-hmm. but he ran away, and he's not seen him since, really. So, I guess it's, like, him sort of, like, coping with the fact that this was an awakening for him, and it's, like, he genuinely did love this person, mm-hmm. but... It's quite likely never going to see them again. Mm-hmm. So it's just I don't know. See him perform it. Like you see like videos of him performing it live, and it's like he does. He does. His voice does get a bit shaky during it. Like it's real shit. It's real. It's real. Beautiful song. I love it. Real trap shit. And speaking of real trap shit, Matt shit. My favorite title on the entire album. They are night zombies. They are neighbors. They have come back from the dead. Ah. Your microphone gonna handle that? No. <laughs> sorry. Sorry for all the viewers. I'm not. <laughs> what? I'm not sorry. You're not sorry. I. I mean, your microphone. I mean, if you knackered it, you knackered it. In it. So this song. Yeah. Well, it's one of the main lyrics, isn't it? Is they spell out Illinois. Illinois. Mm. And also. Uh, Did you listen to that Tyler song where he tries to spell out golf wang? But it doesn't fit, so he goes G O L F dub A N G because he can't fit W. He just goes dub. Dub. Yeah, I mean, it's a decent song. Um, oh, it I also kind of is probably as close as you can get to a Sufjan Stevens posse cut by the fact that it's just like start the chorus and there's obviously there's a couple singers in it and stuff. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> Why am I talking? Well, they mentioned Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Uh, big fan of Ronald Reagan. They also mentioned Illinois. Yeah. And a few places. It's basically, they, they bring up, like, Ulysses S. Grant and Ronald Reagan is, like, basically, show, he's basically describing the fact that no matter who you were in life, you, you're eventually going to end up rotting. Yeah. Away, like, you're gonna be dead. Your neighbours will die. You will die. This is actually links the existential crisis thing. 
I mean, in death we're all equal. That's yeah, that's why that. this leads to the existential crisis. Yeah. Cool. That's why you mentioned Ronald Reagan. Mm. There's not a lot much to say about this song. No. It's just, it is a good piece of music. And, and like, the actual verses, like, the, the vocals are really good on this. Like, Night of the Living Dead at last. The next song, oh. another instrumental piece. Uh, let's hear that string again because I don't think... In fact, you know, we can... There's not going to be anything to say about this. It's about a little town with, like, 3,000 people in yeah. it. Yeah. Well, the, the most notable person was, uh, was Earl Sheely, who was the first baseman for the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. It's just continuing, as does the next track. It just continues the whole good oh, music. This brings more like this. This one brings up the whole like American like religion. Yeah. Um, the, the idea of the, the idea of the American Jesus and stuff. Fact, like I think we can talk about the next song because this is another instrumental, but it's called "In the Temple Is in the Heart of Man for Whom He Saved the Earth." Religious. Yeah, and it also brings up sort of connects that to the Man in Metropolis. Yeah. Because it's basically saying that Superman and Jesus have a lot in common. Yeah. They both came down from the unknown, basically, to save us. Yeah. And it again talks about like American like. It kind of puts the idea out there that there's a saviour. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously I suppose, if anything, you could link a song about Superman, given this bit of in- this comparison you've got in here, yeah. to being about religion. In a strange, twisted way. Also, the actual, the actual title is engraved by in the Lincoln Memorial behind yeah. the statue of Abraham Lincoln. I'm gonna hazard a guess and say that's not there because of this song. Uh, no, I don't think. I, <laughs> I think the Lincoln Memorial was built a w- even just a wee bit before <laughs> this album came out. Twenty thirty minutes. Give or take. Obviously, the album, the the track list is being released by this point. But oh yeah. <laughs> so the next song, the Sears Tower, religion, religion, an apocalypse. Yeah, it's basically talking about how like, well, Emmanuel is another thing for Jesus. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It is something because is that him? Was it yeah. Emmanuel? Yeah, yeah. They used to make us sing it in Christmas. They used to go to like the old folks' nursing home. Uh, yeah. In back when I lived. Also, he describes heaven as a tower above the earth. Yeah. It's a nice wee bit of imagery. Yeah. It has, like, a really good, like... He also says seven miles above, and I'm pretty sure seven is quite important in Christianity. It's, like, yeah, yeah. it's basically an angel number, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, they they used to make us do, like... He also says, my mother, she betrayed us. But our father loved us. Yeah. I think it's more the fact that was I think after the the parents like divorced, mm-hmm. I think he was more dumped with his father by yeah. his mother. They they touch upon that more in the carrying law. Yeah, well that's more what that this is just Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> and his experiences being in Illinois. I can't stop saying Chicago. I don't really have time to correct it now, but hey ho. Next up, the tallest man, the broader shoulders. Part one, the Great Frontier. Part two, come with, come to me only with playthings now. This is actually a really good song. Yeah. Like, I love his like, I love the vocal flow on it. Yeah. It it, it sort of. I feel like how good of a vocalist this man is could be overlooked by how much going on there is musically and lyrically. There's there's a lot. Going He's on. a great singer. Like. It sort of refer- like seems to go back to like since it's a two parter. It mm. seems to go back to like uh, come on the the song come on from Illinois. Yeah. The Illinois. This also is a lot with the choir. Yeah. There's a lot of which are really good, like are outstanding on this album. Yeah. Like they're really really good. But it's oh it's a nice wee song. Yeah. The first part's really good. I love the I love the Great Frontier part. Mm-hmm. Is this part, the seven minute one? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's very. It, I think it's the, it's longest, the longest on the album. Longest on the album. But the second half, the second half is quite short. Mm-hmm. It's mostly the first half, but he's like, like it references a bunch of things like the Great Chicago Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benny goat, Goodman, uh, the jazz and swing musician. Uh, the curse of the Billy Which, goat. by the way, that is just him referencing a bit, a bit of history. 
So a lot of this actually is bits of history from other nights. It is. It's just little bits of history, especially the second part. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the uh, the first, the title of the second part is the opening line from the poem about a dying soldier asking to be given something useless after being asked to fight and die. As in, like when you get to that point where you've done all this and he just wants to make it seem serious. Yeah. It's like... And which is why I feel like a lot of the people, quite a few of the people he mentions, especially in like the second part after, I don't know who Jane Addams is, that was an after this. So after that, it's like trumpet and the singers and a lot of that, a lot of the stuff in the latter part of it is entertainers like performing and musicians, all this uh, stuff. It brings up the fact that on a... St. Patrick's Day, the Chicago River is dyed green. Yeah. Like, it's green at the end of it, but also, like, it's literally green sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Cool it's, song. It's a cool song. Uh, but I really, I, I, I do, I love the vocal flow in the first half of this song. Very, yeah. I love, I love, I love Sophia Stevens, man. Some boy. And we're getting towards the end. We're getting towards the end. With our final, is this the final instrumental it's bit? Not, it's the final instrumental bit, but Oh, no, it's extra. not. Oh, no, it is, yeah. Right. There's an extra so song the, on the album. The two, we got two instrumental bits. Uh, in fact, honestly, so I'm right. I'm we'll ignore the first one just because it's a solid musical piece. The second one, out of Egypt into the great lap of mankind, and I shake the dirt from my sandals as I run. Religion. Uh, uh, yeah. He's kind of ignoring the fact there's another track that would be him ending the album on a religious tone, yeah. kind of wrapping up his experience in Illinois, how it all is, all this stuff, as being like. One, linking back to the existential crisis, does any of this really matter? And two, is there a god with some pretty music and a lovely music. band? And the final track... The final track, which isn't on the album in a lot of things, uh, but seems to be on the vinyl one. I have listened to it quite a few times because I've listened to the EP that uh, they released for the extra like wee cut songs of the album. Yeah. Because there's quite a few cut songs. And I think the EP is called The Avalanche. Mm-hmm. But the avalanche is a good wee song. Like I called thee all together, neighbours. I called thee once, my friend. Uh, but it's basically about sense of community. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's just a nice wee like on the actual vinyl. It's really good. That it is the last song because it's just sort of like I'm returning home after like doing all this, and mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe maybe I have actually got someone. Which is a nice wee thing to think about. It's a nice know? little wrap up for the record. It is a r- this this is a good record though. Right. He doesn't look like he now, would sing like that. Though, he like, doesn't. He looks and they don't look like a band. Yeah. They now just like we're gonna get in right with a rating for the album. Rating I'm gonna go album. first because I'm gonna blow your socks off. Ten out of ten. Yeah. No, I would say ten. No, you're not blowing my socks off. No, but I I don't anything. give ten out of tens. Right. There's probably about. Three or four albums we're going to do in the entire time we're doing. Like, like grad, we're going to do an, a graduation episode at some point, and I'm going to spoil what I'm going to give it. Graduation is one of my favourite albums of all time. My favourite Kanye, not the best, my favourite Kanye album, for a few reasons we'll get into another time. I'd give that an 8 out of 10. I'm giving this a 10 because it's, it's perfect, Genuinely. it's tight, it's catchy, it's dense. There's a lot to unpack. It's beautiful. There's not a single song that I particularly want to skip. I'm not a big fan of Jackson, though. No. But again, I it's wouldn't still skip a it. really good song. Yeah. I think it's because so the I don't want to do. Really good. I don't want to do a favorite and least favorite song for this one because I think. Well, actually, you should do a favorite song. Go on then. What's your favorite? Well, it's probably Freddie Prinze Lost Boys and Lost Boys. I think mine's Come On Feel the Other Night. We need to. We need to outline. Like this is a like, we need to outline a rating system now. We do. Like recommendation like rating points. Okay. Right. Zero so, is like. Can we can we just go now? Demon Days. I feel like it's a must listen. Yeah. For so just anyone because there's enough to it. So if it's on like zero one two is like zero is like don't listen to it or so bad it's good. Yeah. Like, it's really bad but you have to experience it to know not like what like you need to know total what bad music is. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like total Zanarchy and stuff like that or extreme dope to heaven. Yeah. Uh, one's like avoid. Yeah. Two's like if you really want to be a artist. Yeah. Three's it's not great. No. In no. fact, I'd say anything below a five, it's a case of I wouldn't say listen to it. I wouldn't say listen to it unless you're familiar with the artist. Uh, yeah, so six. Six is a... Listen. Give, like, it a listen. give it a try. You might like it. Because, like, 
it's decent. Even five, it's like five could either be completely indifferent about it. It's like, decent, but it's oh, a bit boring. Yeah, like, stuff like that. It's not so special. Seven is a really positive one. Like you're probably gonna, it's probably gonna stick with you. It's you not good. Like it. Yeah, it's not gonna be ground. Like in fact, no. Seven. I'm just gonna say it's a good album. Seven's Eight. Good. I'm insane. Listen to it. Definitely listen to it. Nine, nine and ten is where we start getting silly. Nine's a great album. Nine like, is a genuinely. Really nine good. is a perfect album. Ten is a classic album. Ten is album. like album you need to listen to before you die. Yeah, like it's essential. Like if you don't listen, especially recommend it. All right, if you've not listened to Eve, throw me over. Yeah, I'm trying to get you a bit closer, just just because of where the mic is. If you haven't listened to this album before, listen to it. Yeah, that's 100%. it. Really, like we urge you completely. Yeah, I implore you to listen to it. Word of the day, implore. Implore, implore, there we go. Implore, words of the day. Wow. What an album. Wow, yeah. What and an that's our longest it. episode. The longest episode, so, I mean, that was to be expected. It could have been longer, but I forgot about all the instrumental. Like, I feel like if I'd have made a point of going and listen to the instrumental pieces so I could comment on how many of these. But it won't be that much. Also, just, there isn't a flaw. There isn't a single flaw. No. It's impeccable. Like, lyric writing itself is great. His voice is great. It's a nice, like... It's almost like ghostly on someone else. Yeah. Like a, there's always, like, and a... Another thing, it's accessible. It's very accessible. Yeah. It's Even my girlfriend likes it. It's, yeah, it's not... Like, I can, you can give it to someone who's not really into this kind of music, who's not all that fussed on the concept and that, and it's just nice to listen to. It's, like, genuinely... Probably one of the most accessible albums ever. Yeah. I've, I've made my I mean, even to it. I've made friends with it. Oh, yeah. Like, even, see, I'd say it's worth setting the time aside and listening to the full album, but you could pick Chicago, Come On Feel You, and, and just, on its own, it's just a banger. Yeah. Even, I wouldn't say to listen to out with the album, because... Yeah. But, like, with, with the album, like, we're talking about the album here. It's an experience. It's a, it is genuinely good. It is. It helped that uh, when I was starting to listen to the album, start like, 2018... That year for a holiday, we went to America, mm-hmm. and that was like basically my soundtrack. Like, I know it's not even the, but it's there's something very just distinctly American about the album. Yeah, like, I was which like, I do like though. It, I like that he's very set in what it's about. It doesn't lose track of the fact that it's an album about an American trip. Like I was, I was in Washington. Uh, I was in New York for a bit, and I was in like we went to West Virginia a few mm-hmm. times, like Maryland and stuff like that stayed with a family friend America's weird I, I'm not a big fan of America it's all very at least at least like the east coast is very mm. almost very flat Jesus Christ yeah. I mean Washington was built on a swamp yeah and there's just oh, huge bugs are just like everywhere I don't know how people live there I've never been the, you know, the world has surpassed the need for Americans <laughs> sorry <laughs> to any of American listeners I love you loads yeah but uh, and that that was, was the highly anticipated Illinois episode. Right, someone did guess it, but we mentioned too much on this show. So. Now, I'm thinking, maybe we'll do a news episode, but our next prop episode is time for a guest. Time for a guest? I'm thinking. What are you thinking? We've got options. We've got options. We'll have to discuss we'll have to this discuss them. We'll keep it a secret. We'll, yeah, we'll leave hints. there's a few albums. And I'm feeling the next album is going to be a big departure from this. Like, yeah. let's face it, given who wants to come on and stuff, it's probably going to be rough. It will be rough. It might be trash. Yeah, because we really stuck with, like, I mean, the first two were indie rock. This is a wee bit of difference. It's a lot more, it's a lot more like, focused as well. Well, I'm going to be going out there with some stuff, and I'm eventually going to try and get some, you know. Uh, we're working up to jazz, ladies and gentlemen. Working up to some jazz, ooh. And then maybe if I can one day coerce you to do some heavy stuff. How, how heavy are we talking? I don't know, it might not even be that far. Wait, we're talking like Slipknot. Mm. Slipknot stuff. I feel like I might, I, would, I feel like I'm too nice to make you listen to that. Well, but I might good. still kind of go down the metal route, but go with someone that we can really get into the lyrics. Like Iron Maiden. I guess, yeah. Oh, but you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to try and get some heavier stuff in there. It might even be a case get of some, like... Get some Judas Priest. I w- well, I was going to go down a Mario Judah. Mario Judah. Th- no, that's a joke. That is a joke. Mario Judah, didn't he, like... He Lee beat his Carty. girlfriend. Oh, probably. He looks like a sort. Yeah, but, like, She's going to no, come off to me. But he didn't actually, like... I don't think he actually did it. I think he did it literally just to get, like... 
It was ah. like it was like a stage. Oh, there's something about it being a staged video where he he did it purely like for publicity. Like, yeah. There's no, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Well, the point I was, mean, I think a lot of people would disagree with that. But yeah. like still, we're going to change up what we're doing. Well, we're not changing up. We're going to continue with the news. We're going to get a guest. We better. That's get that. that was popular. You know, the feedback on that episode's really been good. pretty good. So that'll be back. Don't you worry. Oh yeah, no. In fact, will. this week there will be one. And yeah. I've got a couple of ideas you can whack in there. I'll, I'll do a bit of research, you know me. Oh, yeah, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, new music coming out. It'll probably be Monday. A few tracks, do you know what I mean? There's a new block party song out. New block we party song. We can talk song. about it. Yeah. New new album's coming out. Uh, oh, there's a, there's a few bits of it. Are you hyped? I'm, I'm not. Hyped. I'm not excited. For what? Traps was a good block party. Block party, yeah. I was ex- Traps, I loved it. The new song, it's just middle of the road. I'm hyped. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. To see, like, to put it's it, nice like, to see. Um, yeah, block party still exists in the year of our Lord 2020. Yeah. And I'll anyway, the religious theme going. Yeah, like Sufjan. Sufjan. And Sufjan. Also, it's, it's Sufjan, quite yeah. funny that he links so much religious stuff to so much sexuality stuff. Well, it's well, obviously he's that's religious. Yeah. And was like, because I mean, in like Casimir Kukowski days, Blasty days. That's the like, one I was thinking about of. Yeah. And stuff. But then on the next song, like one of the next songs later, it's about like how he struggled with like his sexuality. Mm-hmm. I think it shows that like the experiences of someone growing up like quite religious, mm-hmm. but also realizing that like, oh, I've been taught this has been wrong my entire life, but like, it's not. What do I do when yeah. it's me? You know. Which is interesting. And that is where we'll end the episode. Good. I'm drinking with my chalice. Yes. Sorry there. Hi. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening. You know, this is like, this is like, go on, I'll tell you, go and listen to the album and let us know what you think. Yeah. We've got our Instagram up. Uh, the Mad Sound Podcast. Uh, at the Mad Sound Podcast. Yeah, it's got, sounds, if, you know if you are wondering what we look like, there is a post. There is a post. I'm the, I'm, I'm the, the shorter one. Yeah. I'm the big blonde cunt. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, listen we to the album, it. let us know. Follow uh, us on social media. Follow us on social media. Give us a follow on Spotify. Uh, tell your friends about us. Yeah, share the podcast. We run it go. up. Run it. Yeah, run it up, my friend. Yeah. If you're listening from wherever in the world, tell your tell your family. Send album recommendations in. Yeah, we've also send got that. topics. Send everything. If you want to be on the podcast, uh, hit us up. Yeah. Yeah, just hit us up. Yeah, definitely. You know, you never know if you if you've got stuff to say, maybe, maybe. And that is where we end the episode. Yes. Thank you all for listening. Uh, good night. Good night. Sweet dreams. Enjoy your kisses. Uh, whatever day of the week it is. Yeah. It's uh, it's Thursday, isn't it? Yeah. But it'll be probably Friday by the time most people listen to it. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your weekend. We'll have an episode out Monday. Yeah, Monday. I can do Sunday. Early, early next week. Early Sunday, next week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.